With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Hello and welcome to it. Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Hello and thanks for joining us. Um, Sats, my mind might be elsewhere at 6.30 as the Aussies. Let's get straight into it, shall we? The good oil, thanks to Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. I, I just, I'm actually nervous about this game against Netherlands tonight. About what? What are you going to eat while it's on or? No, just... Is it because Afghanistan beat Pakistan and England? Well, and Netherlands beat... Uh, South Africa, was it? No, no. England, wasn't it? Oh, no. Like, I just... You're apparently the fourth best. It's just... Journal. I mean, it's that many games. I can't keep up. But I just... I'm nervous. I just don't think it's going to be that easy. Mm. And I, I, Australia aren't in good form. Well, once upon a time, it would have been an easy game. But now we, we know that so many players come from, you know, playing competitions and have some sort of uh, Dutch heritage or whatever it may be, and they're still playing in, in top-line competition sport, cricket, and go back and represent their country. So, Well, Hill's Ian Healy from SCNQ in Brizzy. He's, he's not nervous. So some big upsets already uh, they've featured, and the, the three underrated teams are having a day or two in the sun uh, with some, some inspired innings with both bat and ball at times. That's how they're beating the likes of South Africa, England, so tonight's game against the Netherlands is not to be underestimated, but an Australian third eleven could win. Could, well, they should. Yeah, a third eleven should beat Netherlands top tier team because when well, you get, we're, we're you pros. Get, they're not pros. Yeah, but when you get well, a lot of their players would be playing in competitions whereby you're playing against really good um, opposition on a regular basis. Not in not in ODI. Yeah, but gone gone are the days. Like once upon a time in rugby league World Cup days, you were playing against a guy that was a rugby league. Uh, playing against a guy that works for. Um, no, uh, I get that. Yeah, works for Walmart, and he's representing yeah. the USA Tomahawks. Well, um, but I get that. But that's where you get your pants pulled down in these sort of tournaments is when you think about the next game. What? Yeah, when you think about the next game, I think they're playing New Zealand on New Zealand. Saturday and then England next Wednesday. Yeah, when you start thinking about New Zealand, that's when you get caught, when you're not focusing. So that's the only difference is, the only di- like T20 is a good leveller, right? And if it was a T20 tournament, which few of their players do get, travel around the world and play T20 cricket, right? But ODI cricket is different. And it's obviously 30 more overs. <laughs> worked out on it, but Same colour ball. Yeah, but it's different. It's a longer form. You know, and I tell you, that could bring Australia under. I don't know. I'm just nervous. I want them, I want us to win, obviously. Australia win by seven wickets. You reckon? Yep. Okay, who gets the runs? Does Travis Head get any? Mitchell Moses. Mitchell Marsh. Mitchell Moses. No, Mitchell Moses won't, but Mitchell Marsh. Mitchell won't. Moses could. Mm. After his performance in that Origin 3 game. So Mitchell Marsh expected to drop down the order, of course. To three? Where he would naturally be, a little bit further down maybe, but with Travis Head coming in. Well, yeah. So. I, well, we're talking to Andrew McDonald the other day. It seems that they will be the top three. Mm. It would be it'd be head, which makes sense. 
uh, Warner and also, what's his name? So Marsh. Uh, Marsh. So, yeah, there you go. That's tonight's game. Uh, very quickly, oh, look, do we have time for this? Eels are floating the idea of player swap between Ryan Madison and Josh Addo Carr. What? Ryan Madison's a hell of a good rugby league player. What are you uh, saying about Josh Addo Carr? Well, completely different positions. And Josh, Ryan Madison is a really important part of their, their forward pack. If they're looking to swap Ryan Madison for a winger, it means to me, it says to me that Ryan Madison, one, is on way too much money. But Josh, so is Josh Addo Carr, so let's wipe that out. Mm. It's obviously his position amongst the team and the team dynamic. Does he fit into the team yeah, dynamic? Right. Okay. So, yeah. hey, we caught up with Rat and I caught up with Paul Siren and yes. Last night. So to the listeners, it's coming up next. He's by the way, just one of the one of the very funny men of rugby league. It's a really good All chat. Right. Let, let's not get too excited. Oh, mm. I just got to get this done. Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. That chat you talk about. He's coming up next. Ciro joins us next on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Balmain player back for Elias. Short blindside. They've got some room. Courier's quick. Gets the kick in over the head of Belcher. Bouncing. And Grant's there. He passes infield for Courier. This will be incredible. Surinan charging, charging. They won't stop him. What a try. What a rugby league try in a grand final. The bounce favoured the Tigers. The league club erupts. The stadium erupts. One of the great tries, one of the great calls, actually, from Graham Hughes mm-hmm. in that 1989 grand final. Not a great memory, of course, oh, the, the outcome for our, our very special guest. Now, on the back of the listeners asking last week, we asked them who they want to listen to, who they want, to, who do I want us to interview through spring and summer. So here is the first request, and that man is former Balmain legend Paul Siren. And how are you, Siro? Yeah, hello, boys. Lovely to speak to you. And uh, I'd like to thank those two people for voting for me. Now, <laughs> come on, or... now, now sure, a few bucks. Well, I'll send you their numbers, Siro. They're all fair, all fair. We said, "How are you going? What, what, what are you doing?" And you said, what, "What are you doing? You're just sitting down, just preparing. What do you got on the barbecue?" Uh, well, I've got a, a little butterfly piece of lamb, mate. I'm, I, I am a battler, but this is a very special, special occasion, mate. I've, I've had both the boys at home at the moment. So oh, wow. come home from New Zealand, and I've got Curtis, uh, Curtis home from the UK for a couple of weeks as well. So I thought I better shout one night for dinner. So uh, I've got a little <laughs> piece of little piece of lamb on the barbecue, mate, which is nice. Beautiful. What, what's your standard on the barbecue? What's your go-to? Is it is obviously butterfly lamb? That's uh, that's when you go to the top shelf. But what, what are your special? What's your well, specialty? That is Matty. That is Matty. I'm just a poor old breaking down forward. I can't afford lamb too often. But uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't mind. I've just uh, I, I, I try and try and experiment with all the uh, all the meat groups. Uh, yep. Unlike my friend S Roach, who tends to uh, do everything well done. He just cremates <laughs> if it's steak, steak, chicken, pork, you name it. He cremates it. Need uh, to back your car over a few times to tender it up. Oh, right. <laughs> it would be a good speed bump, actually. But, uh, no, right, yeah, no, I, I, I do enjoy barbecue, which, nice. is, which is nice for the family. Hey, Ciro, that must be great having the two boys at home. It doesn't happen often, does it? Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're a bit squishy at the moment, mate. So we've got boys who come in sort of Tic-tacking, we're, uh, we're in between a, a bit of a move, mate. I, I think I spoke to you, Maddie, and I said, I'm, I'm heading up your way, boys, so yep. I'm going to be a, a bit of a local up on the north coast 
next year, mate. I'll, I'll be up around Lennox Head, Lennox Head living up there, mate. So I've decided to sort of bite a bullet and head that way. So, um, yeah, I've got the boys. So we're in a rented apartment at the moment in Sydney. So I've got, I'm knee high with luggage, suitcases with, with blokes coming in and out. So, <laughs> but it's all, it's all nice to get the boys back together. So I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you when you're going to move to Lennox Head. I knew it was on the cards because. Our very good friend, Big Blocky, who you mentioned, he gave you morning walks with. Now, now, who's going to struggle more not having the other around? Is it going to be you or Big Blocky? <laughs> Blue. <laughs> I think. No, I, <laughs> I, uh, oh, no, I'll miss you, mate. Terribly. Terribly. Will there be an emotional farewell? Oh, he loves to cry, the big fella. Uh, it could be a bit of... A bit of... And, Mate, I'm the same. As you get older, you blacks will understand. As you get older, you'll get you got more emotional. I I cry at TV ads now. <laughs> things on things on Instagram and tear up. And well, I think, what the hell am I doing? Oh. But I know. But I'll, I'll, I'll be able to FaceTime him. My, my walks down there, down the beach there at Lennox, mate. I'm sure I'll I'll get him up and pan around to the beach, and he'll be plotting me around, putting me a ride wherever he is. So uh, anyway, hey, I, I know he's got the. Uh, the right end of the stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sarah, I'm, I'm, I'm just in the studio and on the TV at the moment, the American football's playing. Do you, do you still follow the American football? Oh, not not really, Matty. I, I, I kind of had a bit more of an interest, you know, several years ago, but yeah. like, like most, like most Aussie blokes who, a lot of blokes I know love a multi on the, the NFL in the different sort of sports, <laughs> but I, uh, mate, I'll, 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 the occasional. I mean, the boys put it on too. They, they subscribe to all the you know, all the stations that have that, mate. So I'll, if, I'll, if I'm not doing too much, mate, I'll jump down and watch a couple of quarters. And you yeah. know, it's uh, there's some amazing athletes, mate. They oh, are phenomenal. They're incredible, and, 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 and seeing it firsthand, like even even 30 years ago, what blokes could do, those college college guys could do, what they could lift and run and sprint and do all that sort of stuff. And, like, incredible athletes, mate. And, yeah. and I know I know that they'll uh, they'll certainly enjoy us us going over to Vegas and having a game. Yeah, be no fun. pads, no helmet. Yeah. They think we're mad. So. Mate, are you going to get over there? What's well, funny you should mention that, actually, <laughs> Matt, because I myself had, surprise, surprise, Blocky, and uh, the great Alfred Langer. Will be, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, really. Nice. Yeah. Well, mate, three, three, three of the smartest blokes go around here. It'll be nice. Yeah. Now this year, the New Zealand Warriors and Son Bailey—they made a fantastic season. You, you must have been proud of his contributions. Yeah, yeah, I, I was, Matt. Look, he—he's he, had a couple of, you know, they've got a couple of lean seasons there. The Warriors boys, you know, living during COVID, living out of New Zealand, and a whole whole heap of different things, mate. So just to see them sort of thrive under. Under um, under a mate of mine, Andrew Webster, where mm. he's a old, old, old Balmain fellow, mate, came through our Balmain Junior League and did, did a great job. He coached coached at the, at the Tigers too um, several years ago in the our junior rep program. So he's just to see what he's done, mate. He, he but he got on playing for each other. I mean, it was always there, and he brought the best out in you know, the likes of, of, of Sean Johnson and Bertini mm. Zelezniak too, mate. But uh, yeah, I was, I was really really pleased with Bay too. He had a bit of a contribution off the bench there. Most weeks, which was which was nice for him, and you know they they were, they were pretty close. You know, one game from a grand finals is a pretty good season when you look back on it. Now, I had to play a few roles actually. When we'd interview Warriors players, we asked one teammate that could get up and do a comic relief and keep everyone entertained. Every New Zealand Warriors player, including Andrew Webster, said 
Bailey was the man to keep everyone to keep everyone <laughs> laughing. Now Curtis, he's at St Helens. Is, is he is he enjoying his time over there? It, well, he is, mate. He just he just resigned, so he had um, mate, had a great season his, his first year last year, boys. Yep. Obviously, winning the premiership, but this year this year they kind of. They kind of had a bit of a. They won that World Club Challenge early in the year, and they had they had a bit of a hangover from the back of that, mate. They had a couple of injuries, and Curtis included. He had a bloody Richard run with a hamstring, mate, which you, you blokes know if you, if you don't get it right first time, he kind of struggled for for a couple of months with that. But um, yeah, they just weren't they weren't good enough, mate. They they were, they, they were just a little bit off this year, off the pace and. You know, Wigan were probably the side to beat, and you know, it, 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 it showed they, you know, they, they got the cookies against Catalans there the other week, mate, which was a pretty dour sort of game. Unfortunately, it wasn't a free, you know, free flowing sort of spectacle, which to, to, to promote the game. But um, yeah, yeah, the French have really sort of bought in too, which is which is nice, and it's nice that Bailey's going over there now too. So he'll, uh, mm. he'll be part of that part of the club there for the next couple of years. Yeah, good stuff. Now you went on three kangaroo tours. 86, 90, 94. 94 was sort of the officially the last ever kangaroo tour. But we, we keep hearing about a story, Sarah, in 1990. It was the big men versus little men. It was a fight on the side of the road. Now, is that, a, is that an urban myth or did that actually happen? Uh, no, it, it, it's, it was part of the tour. Like, you know, you had X <laughs> amount of games. X amount of games on tour. You stayed here, you stayed here. Big men versus little men rumble in the jungle. So that was... That, that was a part of the tour. Um, it, it went. I, I think it, it certainly happened in '86 because I got attacked by like, Terry Lamb and Sterling <laughs> and a couple other blokes too. And come I was, up to your knees. Know, what the hell? <laughs> I didn't know what the hell was going on. Well, I, well, I was full of all the French beer too. So, I was, <laughs> but uh, mate, 1990 was hilarious. Um, Spud Carroll seemed to be a bit of a target of, of a few of the you know Alf and the Walters boys and, and whatnot too. So Spud copped a bit and got. But you know, kung fu and KO and attack. Blake's dropping out. Blake's dropping out of trees, attacking him. But uh, no, no, it was uh, it was a chance to square up with Blake's that you were, you know annoyed you a little bit across the tour and probably the smartest thing to do to be honest when you look back at it. But mate, 30, 35 years ago, that was it was, it was a free for all, mate. So it was a, yeah. it was good fun. But I. I I kind of sat back on the sideline, had a beer, and just just cheered on the big men who they got hammered by the little blacks. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> sounds fun, mate. Uh, on those tours, you, you have a favourite, or you have a tourist from another club, like one another player from another club that you seem to really connect with and and enjoy their company. Uh, mate, I, I, I think. Well, mate, well, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's like who's, who's your favourite kid, mate? To be honest, yeah, yeah. there was dead, there was dead, two dozen of them, mate. I, I, I loved, I, I absolutely loved going on tour with the Australian side, and um, you know, I just you know, laugh, just it was a laugh a minute. But certainly the little, the Brisbane connection were were good value, Alf and Kevy and, mm. and those blokes, and um, young F B B Fitler, B Fitler and the Penrith boys mm-hmm. in '90 and. And then, yeah, yeah, I mean, Big, Big Mal was a constant across all those tours as well. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. he went in 82 as well. Big George, so um, no, one, no one tried to take him on. But uh, no, look what, mate, I, I, I mean, uh, Block and Lazo were an item in, in 1990. I thought I was on the out of there, but uh, <laughs> the, the, big, the big fellas looked after each other. But it was just, you know, you guys know too, you've been on football trips and they, uh, what, well, as you know, what happens on tour is best left on tour. So, <laughs> Uh, suffice to say, we had a great time when 
when the opportunity came up, and um, it's funny when you look back now, you know, when you're a little bit older and more mature and a little less hair, you just think, geez, geez, are wonderful times. And and the boys these days still have, I, I, I know they still have a little bit of fun, but s- s- certainly not to the extent where, you know, you know, where you, you know no, t- no phones and cameras and those sort of things. Thank God for that. Yeah. Back, you know, back in those days, so. But uh, no, they're a little bit more sensible these days, I think. Now, before we let you go, Ciro, it's been great that you took time out um, to, to uh, have a chat to us. Now, Blocky's told us a story about, was it a, he couldn't find anywhere to have a beer, so he went to a squash club. And there's a couple <laughs> of locals just decided to heckle the, the bigger guy. Didn't, didn't with Blocky, got, he, he teed off. Didn't he, did he actually, he hit Bozo as well, didn't he? <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, uh, it was an indoor cricket centre. So <laughs> you got to get it right. The famous indoor cricket centre in 1990. Yeah, so, yes, uh, you, you could say that he, he, he mistimed a, a strike at a, at, a, at a local Englishman and bounced off. And hit, hit, I think it hit Laurie and Bozo, to be honest. But, <laughs> but the funniest thing, the funniest thing you've ever seen. So, so Blocks char, charge across, across his... Uh, Boy, this carpeted area, which at that time was quite was soaked in beer, and Laurie was holding onto his back of his pants like water skiing behind him, trying to try, try to slow the big fella down. But he tried to leap over the bar and sort of got to it and got one leg up, and he couldn't. Well, couldn't get his leg over, unfortunately, but, uh, which is which is probably a good thing. It saved, I think it saved a couple of pommy blokes. So um, it was uh, no, it was. Yeah, one of those things that we we, we probably let it, things got out of hand a little bit, <laughs> but uh, in the end, no harm done. So, <laughs> oh. Oh, well. yeah, great sports, Sarah. Hey, um, thank you very much, mate, for for taking time out to to catch up with us and the listeners. Hope you have a great spring and summer break, and hope the move to to Lennox Head goes really smoothly. Thank you, boys, and I'll uh, I'll look forward to you coming down and shouting me a meal down at the Lennox Bowling Club or pub at some stage. Oh, or, mate, we'll happy to. A little catch-up. Have to. Yeah, that'll be fun. Well, I know you've got some fond, fond memories from Lennox too, Matty, growing oh, up. Sure you've got some special times there. So, yeah, sure beautiful do. stuff. Good All stuff. right, boys. Thanks, Thanks great talking to you. Have a great summer. See you, boys. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Sports Day. Sats and Jace here for your Wednesday night getting ready for the cricket. Uh, NRL update, though. Thanks to Suncorp. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Cam Munster is in doubt to play this weekend. He yeah. was sick today, training Illness. in Albury. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 there's no real reason for him to play, even though you should never knock back an Australian jersey. Yeah, well, that's – yeah. But – to not play this week, but to still be playing the Kiwis the week later. Uh, yeah, we had a really good listen during the week. He texted in and said, I don't think New Zealand can beat Australia twice in a row, like this weekend and next weekend. You don't need to. No. You've just got to beat them once. You've just got to right. make sure it's the last game. So, according to everyone, no one's turning up this weekend. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's waiting for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good to me. So, you know, what is it, Wednesday, a little bit crook. I'd, I'd be surprised if he plays, just in case. 
Mm. If he's dehydrated and spending a lot of time in so bed. So you'd, you'd put Hines straight into the six, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. You would. And it's it's a good story too. It's yeah. a good feel story. Good things happen to good people. And well, he's been picked on the bench. Both he and Flegler are going to make their test debut. Yes. So imagine starting. Coming from 18th man to the bench in one week to starting possibly. That's that's awesome. Well, DCE said he's, he's all about because he's such a good bloke, DCE. He's about, <laughs> what are you laughing at? Well, because you <laughs> like to line up. And I love DC. He's a great guy on the field. He's a most he's respectful a, young man. Such a great bloke. No, don't say that he, with tongue in cheek. Mate, he's a bloody Queenslander. Anyway, you know we're doing a Queensland show. With oh, him, yeah, we yeah. are too. Uh, he's helping Nico. Really nice of him. I reckon I'll be able to help Nico. That's how I made my debut at uh, rep level with Queensland and Australia was utility, um, playing in the middle of the field, you know, trying to do some dirty work defensively, um, which is a bit different for us as halfbacks. He's going to hold his own. He'll be, he's more than ready for it. Um, and like I said, I, I've been there before in his situation, so I'll be able to help him along the way. That's told you. He's a nice guy. Really nice to offer your teammate for Australia a bit of help. Isn't that the idea? I'm not going to engage in this. What about when, um, when he was making when he was making his debut for Australia? Australia, Australia. Like yeah. he had, who would have he had around him? Lockie, maybe he may have just missed Lockie because Lockie finished playing for. Queensland He's not that old. And New South Wales around 2011. Um, DC was two. Yeah, no. Mm, would have it been? No, DC was. 2011 was his first grand final. Was Lockie still going to 2011? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. 2011 was his last season, yeah, Lockie. Wow. So um, around that time, um, he would have had some pretty good mentors, Cam Smith and co. Yeah. Billy and yeah, so he plays that role now. Well done. Rightio, that's our uh, NRL update for Suncorp. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. You'd be a little bit disappointed if he said no. Stuff him. Stuff you. You're on your own, mate. Find your own way through this green and gold jersey. Yeah, you blue. <laughs> I can't even get a game for the blues. What am I talking about? <laughs> Who are you? Never seen you before. Nice hair. That's what he would say to me. Yeah. Nice hair. Is that a perm? You look like Heath Ledger. Oh, yes. He does. Mm. Oh, God rest his soul. Bless his soul. Mm. Is it rest or bless? Bless. Well, it's both. Yeah. Both. No, bless his soul is if you're still alive. Above ground, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. So God rest Heath Ledger's soul. Yep. Not Nico Hines's. Anyway, break time. Back uh, in a moment. We can bless his soul because he's I'm confused. Playing. Anyway. Uh, sports update. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Hey, um, it is storm season in Queensland. Actually, storms out west uh, this afternoon. It's been hot. It's been very hot. So I love you this can Usually, here. you can feel it coming. You smell you? it. Actually, mm. I love it. Love this time of the year. Well, some people don't love it because... Well, we need some, mate. We've got fires, so we yeah, do need a bit of rain. I know. Moment. We've got to safe-proof yourself. Yeah, we, we do. You, yeah. you do have to uh, storm season safe-proof your, your home. Yeah, you do have to storm season safe-proof your home with Suncorp. Are these signings safe? Let's. Uh, I reckon that was a nice little segue, by yep. the way. Well uh, done. Well, good stuff. There. Thank oh, you, mate. Uh, Phoenix Crosland. Have you been in the game long? There's radio game? <laughs> oh, you know. I've been in the biz a bit. Yep. Uh, Are these signing safe? Yeah. Okay. He has. Has he resigned or re-signed? Well, I've always see. You know <laughs> What's what? What's the difference? But re-signed is usually R E dash, is it or not? Yes. I don't know. Resigned is R E S I N G N D. Yeah. So he's resigned with Newcastle. No, he's re-signed with now, Newcastle. Do, a lot of people do spell it without the dash as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually confused whether he has. So re-signed. Phoenix Crosland <laughs> has re-signed with the Newcastle Knights until the end of 2023. Is that a safe signing? Well, to the end of 2023, it's this year. The season's over. 2024, right? Yeah. 
Um, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes. It's a safe signing based on now. There's rumours are that Jaden Braley, who missed the game with a um, was it Achilles this year? Yeah, I think it was Achilles. Uh, he missed an entire season. There's r- rumours that he's going to go to the Dragons. Yeah, right. Cost them a lot of money. So when you look at your salary cap, you say Phoenix Croslin had a great season. We're going to get him at a lot cheaper price. So we can get more room in the salary cap to re-sign Bradman Best if we let Jaden Braley go. You don't want to let him go because he's a quality player. But you've got no choice. You've got no choice sometimes. So is it a safe signing based on this year? Phoenix Crosland is a Suncorp safe signing. Is this a safe signing? Bulldogs have reportedly signed back row Josh Curran for 2024 and beyond. 100% a Suncorp safe signing. He's a really skillful player. Played over 20 games this year for the Waz. Came off the bench. He's a different sort of forward. He's a smaller forward. He he's, plays with the ball really well. He um, does a lot of really good things. So I'm going to say that's a really safe signing for the Bulldogs. And what about this one in English Rugby League? It's rumoured star Owen Farrell could be switching codes to sign with oh, – I'm sorry, the rugby star yep. switching codes to go to Rugby League. Now, now I, is that a safe bet? Is This this is the Matt Rogers of England. Now, I, uh, I, I got a tip on this today actually, that Owen Farrell, who's just finished playing yep. for England in the World Cup, his father, Andy Farrell, was one yes. of the great Wigan players and great British players, rugby league players. Mm. Um, and he's playing rugby union. Of course, Owen, he's 32 years of age. He's 33 in September next year. Is it a Suncorp safe signing? Um, in the Super League. In the UK Super League. Rumour that he's going to Slower. Sign, sign with Wigan. At 32, is it a safe signing? I'm going to say yes. And where? Where do you put him? Well, he's a number 10, so he's a um, standoff. I'd put him in the centres okay. in rugby league or maybe fullback. You wouldn't have him in the six? No, I don't think he engages a line enough. So right. I think, he's, is it a safe signing? Uh, yes, for a number of reasons, which we don't have okay. any time to go into. But I think, yeah, I'd, I'd take a punt. All right. You agree with Sato? 457 736 736. Storm season safe proof your home with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilience. Break time. Back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. Wednesday night, cricket on and I can't wait. What, oh, oh, we haven't homemade steak sandwiches. Nothing. Tonight? Top seven yeah. homemade meals. Steak oh. sandwiches. Now, do you use bread or Turkish bread? Uh, no, she's using... I don't know. Is Nor- this the Yeah. Yeah. My lovely wife, Anita. Yeah. Norm, I like thick doorstop toast with my steak sandwich. Yeah, it's usually pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, but no, I don't know. But but key ingredient, got to have beetroot. Onion, barbecue sauce, tomato, beetroot. Yep, I agree. And a bit of pepper and salt. Beautiful. Mm. She gets those little sandwich steaks from um, nah. from the soup. No, they're good. No, they're, no. You can actually chew through them. No, nah, too Otherwise, thin. your bread tears apart. Minute steaks, terrible. No, they're not minutes. They're, uh, uh, they're a cut above those. No. Nah. These are two minutes. Mm. Time for a sports update. Tackling the big issues on Sports Day. The Save Time Award at Irrigir is here. Melbourne Demons AFL Club board have meeting documents have, have been leaked. This? Have you heard about this? From 2021. So 2021. Okay, let me take you through this. I want to get your get your, your reaction to this. So Melbourne Demons AFL Club, that a board meeting, and um, as you said, the documents from that board meeting two years ago have leaked. It was a mid, sort of before mid-season, uh, start of the season, I should say, and their, their coach Simon Goodwin, uh, at the time, and still is. Yeah. 
And so what they did, they did scenario. They, they based some scenarios of what could happen or what would happen if we have to sack him. And so they, they threw the coach. The coach. So they threw around all these scenarios, which you would do if you've got a yeah. coach you're not quite sure about, whether the pressure of the job is getting to him. So the advice from this, the notes from this, this board meeting says, well, a mid-season sacking will not look good for the club because we've got a very experienced board. Yes, yeah, smart. High-profile board. So if we sack him mid-season, that'll come back on us. Why are we doing it mid-season? You should have done it at the start of the season. We have to improve our club's uh, illicit drug policy, their internal drug policy. That's not suggesting there was a problem, though, was there? Well, then they say the coach should not be dismissed on performance grounds in the middle of a season, but behaviours and capacity remains the watching areas for Simon Goodwin. So basically it would be based on everything else other than results. So it'd be based on um, it'd be based on your behaviour and your capacity to what be able. What does that mean, though? Behaviour towards the board, the players, the club, the that, staff. That's it. it. It's so flippant. You don't know what is your behaviours of something that we represent as a club, and is it therefore reflecting badly on the team's performances? So it's it's quite damning actually that Simon Goodwin was facing the sack, which any coach should if you're not performing, uh, but. To not be based on performance, but more around your behaviour. Now they may have had some concerns. I don't know. We're not we're not privy to the details, but they may have had some off field concerns about Simon Goodwin. But can I tell you that the the um, the end result of all this in twenty twenty one? They won the premiership. Melbourne Demons won yeah, the comp. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So it's when you look at it now, back in hindsight, you think, wow. Like I this wonder. I was just on the precipice yeah, of, of being fired. Of being fired for behavioural. Possible behavioural concerns, not performance concerns, but behavioural concerns. They go and win the comp. I wonder if someone pulled him aside. Maybe, maybe there's someone on the board that yeah. thinks highly of him and said, "Listen, Listen I'm giving you the heads up. This has happened." Mm. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, but here's the thing: how this get leaked and by who, and how does that affect Simon Goodwin and the club going into season 2024? Well, it's it's pretty easy to try and nominate person, persons, when you look back at the board, you, you look at, you know, has there been a board member that's left in the meantime? Have they left, What sort of circumstances have they Anyone left disgruntled? Under? Yeah, so you just start Was narrowing the field. Yeah, oh, it's, mm. mate, it's fascinating. And, and look, if he, know, if he knew at the time, someone, if someone tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, listen, then he wouldn't care. You're in the firing line. Yeah, and, mm. but <clears throat> at least he's dealt with that back then. Go and win the comp. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Break time. Uh, oh, we're up to seg six. We only have six in the show, by the way, listeners. Uh, that's on the way next. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back. About to go home and watch the cricket, the Aussies and Netherlands. Uh, Queensland Bulls take on ladder leaders Tassie tomorrow in the Sheffield Shield in Tasmania. But the big news, uh, the UFC has been rocked by another injury, Satsy. Yeah, John Jones. John Bones Jones, one of the one of the greatest UFC fighters. Meant to fight uh, this weekend, I think it is. He's not going to, Alex. No, no two weeks. Two weeks. So he's going to fight a guy by the name of Stipe Mirchik. And it's a heavyweight bout. But he's torn his peck off the bone. All right, here comes Alex Volkanovsky again. <laughs> In the heavyweight division. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's a bad one. And what, 30, what is he, 36 years of age now, John Jones? 
It'd be pretty difficult to come back from it. Is there a lack of depth in UFC? There is at the moment. Why? Well, you had you had Ronda Rousey and you had Conor McGregor and you had Jose yeah, Aldo right. and you got John Jones. You had yeah. all these legends. Um, uh, Daniel Cormier. Now there's there's not too many it, people who are there's this young guy called Bo Nickel who was a three time college wrestling champion. He's like the next golden child. Um, and you've got Volkanovski's there. He's their pinup boy, but now he's been beaten twice by this yeah. Markachev. Yeah. But there, yeah, there's there's a real lack of this um, Conor McGregor, Ronda but Rousey. But is it names type. that's lacking, or is there actually athletes that are lacking? Oh no, the, the, no, the athletes are there. It's the ones that draw attention yeah, to, the, right. to the brand that they're like. Conor was just a walking billboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're really lacking that at the moment. Oh, well, good opportunity for someone coming through, right? Mm, absolutely, yeah. Good chance to make a name for yourself. So when's that one on? A couple of weeks' time? Two weeks, 12th of November, I think it is, yeah. Well, I wonder if that'll go ahead. Because uh, as we saw on the weekend, you can't just bring someone up at the last minute who may not be training for it because the last like thing you, you want is another one-round exactly. loss. Yeah, and that's, the, that's un- unfortunately the fear that you get. Or there's been a UFC fighter that has been training for maybe a, another date down the track. He's in shape that they can bring But as forward. an athlete, like there's training and training. And yeah. I know if I'm preparing for a UFC, I'm doing probably an extra 50 push-ups a day. It's like you preparing for Saturday <laughs> golf, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. That's right. If mm. it, Look, if I'm playing golf on a Saturday, I have a few less beers on the Friday night. Exactly. If I'm not, I have a couple more. Yeah. That's how it, You're right, Sats. Thank yeah. you for raising that. Thank you. We're going to go. Uh, this has been Sports Day. Sats, we're back tomorrow night. What's tomorrow? Thursday, we are. We are. All right. Catch you there. Bye. Goodbye. What a-